Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Brie and I'm back at it again for part two. And this episode is all about my self-healing journey. Now, I do promise it is not going to be as sad or as, um, I don't want to say depressing because it was just my life and that's, it is what it is. But I will definitely say there is a lot in this part of my journey that I'm just like, I'm super excited about and I'm really, I'm really excited to share because... I feel, I feel like not enough people share the truth and the reality of like what self-healing actually looks like. It's not just all love and light. Like there's a lot of tears, there's a lot of pain, but there's also a lot of release and relief. And that's really what I want to talk about. That's why I'm like literally fresh face. I have nothing on today um, because I realized my last video when I was crying that I was getting mascara in my eye and it was just... It was just not the mood, it wasn't the vibe. So, welcome back. Let's hop right on in, pick up where, we, where I left off. Um, leaving off from the last episode, we were talking about, um, timeline-wise, it was the summer of 2021 where I truly was like, okay, this is the time. Like, I'm ready and I'm ready for like a real big change. So I had to decide, okay, what is that going to look like? How, how can I not fall into the same traps that I've always fell into when it came to just living in terms of, you know, um, like resolutions and stuff. Like every time like the new year would come around, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm going to eat healthier and I'm going to drink less. and I'm going to not smoke and I'm going to work out. And then that lasted for like 30 days and then what? So it's really just, you know, my mindset had to take a complete shift because I told myself, okay, I just want to start small with like one thing. So like, what's the one thing that I can be consistent with? And it ended up being two things because it's kind of like in tangent with each other. But I wanted to take walks every day with my dog. And I also wanted to journal because for me, like, everything stays up here. Everything's always in my head. And I'm thinking like a million miles a minute, like all the time, if you can relate. <laughs> but it's also just like, I needed to figure out, okay, what was a good way to start my day that wasn't just like me hopping on my phone and hopping on TikTok or hopping on Instagram or, you know, just like automatically like just getting sucked in to social media and the bullshit and just whatever else was going on. Right. So I decided, you know, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm an early bird. Like I wasn't, I know some people are like, you got to wake up at 5 a.m. if you really want to get your goals together. I know people that stay up until 5 a.m. to get their goals and their life together. It just, it all depends on you and your body and what works for you. But for me, I was already waking up at the crack ass of dawn. So might as well just take my dog out at 5 a.m. and go for a walk. And you know, the first like week or two, cause I have a senior dog, like he's older. He's like 10 years old. He's like, bitch, what are we doing? <laughs> like, where are we going? Cause you know, he's a very sedentary dog. Like it's not like he was like going out and about all the time anyway. So then here I am being like, all right, like let's get it together. And he's like, uh, okay girl. But I just decided like, you know, I'm just going to put on my AirPods. I'm just going to walk like and most of the time it was dark in the morning anyway, or like the sun was about to rise. And this is when I lived back at my apartment. So when I was at my apartment, there was like a little pond that had like a tree like over on the hill. So I mapped it out on my Apple watch at the time, like how much a mile would be. And I wasn't like trying to hit times or nothing. I was just like, I'm just gonna walk. I'm just gonna listen to music. I'm gonna walk. And then by the time I hit this tree, it's like practically right next to my house. So then I know I've completed this mile and I was doing that. And honestly, I'm not even going to lie. The first like three weeks were really hard because some days I would wake up and it was like super cold because I live in Michigan and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to go for a walk, but I told myself I have to be consistent. I have to do it no matter what, because I had to form the habit. So I started doing that. And then when I would come back in it was like, I just needed to like release a little bit more. And that's why I started journaling. And honestly, it just, it really started changing everything for me. I started realizing 
you know, I wasn't even getting on my phone until like nine, 10 o'clock in the morning because I would, you know, go for my walk and then I would journal and then I would stretch and then I did yoga and like it all, it wasn't all at once, but it was like slowly but steadily I started realizing like, huh, I don't need to like sit on my phone. Like my phone was my phone was the distraction. My phone felt like I was just like locked in, but not in a good way. And, you know, during this time and this process, like I grew up Christian, like I was talking about in my last episode. And I'm not saying that I, you know, I never believed in any higher power or anything like that. That's not this part of my story. I full on believe that God is real. There's a higher power. He's connected to the universe. Like, I believe that. So when I talk about God and universe, it's interchangeable for me personally, Um, which, you know, feel whatever way you want to feel about it. It's me. It's my life. It's my podcast. Thank you very much. But I started realizing that like a lot of, a lot of the, (laughs) a lot of my religion background made me feel so hurt and unseen and shameful and I was like you know what I don't want that like I don't want my relationship with God to be like that that he's that it's like you know this white man and a big white beard and you know a long white hair that's ready to sit on the cloud and smite me for doing whatever you know or being a certain way or not fulfilling who I truly am so I did start tipping dipping my toe into spirituality and spirituality in the way of like figuring out a real connection and relationship with God, the universe, connecting with the earth. Because when I would go on those walks, I would take a moment and I would sit at my tree. And all of my friends are probably laughing when they hear this part because me and my tree were like this, like we are BFFs. And, you know, feel what you want, think what you want. But at the end of the day, if you believe in God, you believe that he created all of us and all the things here on earth, why wouldn't you want to connect with the earth? Why wouldn't you want to sit there and hug the tree or talk to the tree? Because for me, it felt like I was fully talking to God. It felt like I could actually connect with the universe for real. And that that was my quiet time. And not to say that I wasn't praying or doing stuff like that, but it was just like the physical aspect of like actually being a part of the earth, like grounding myself within the earth and listening to the wind and feeling the tree and just, you know, I know I sound like a crazy like tree hugger and I don't care because it healed me. It literally felt like I was getting a a big hug from the universe or it felt like I was just like having any time that I would go to the tree, especially when I was having hard times or I was struggling or I was just like scared or I was nervous. It was like everything just melted away. All I had to do was just like tell the tree what was going on and like put my hand on the tree and just connect with the tree for a moment. Not be on my phone, not listen to music, not be on TikTok or create content or none of that shit. Just actually like be there in the moment and actually just sit in this moment and realize like, holy shit, like I am connecting. I am, you know, I am feeling this actual energy because everything in this everything in this world has energy. And that's when I started really like understanding that there's, there's just like so much more to life than working and feeling that everything is just going to blow up in your face at any given moment. Because that was one of the things I struggled with the most was being in the moment. And I would always like tell myself like I just have to get here and I have to get here and once I'm there then I'll feel better and then every time that I would get there you know I use that with air quotes I didn't feel better like I never I never felt like it was actually actually good or I really felt successful or I really felt you know that I was doing exactly what I needed to do because I would work my ass off to get whatever or to do whatever I wanted to do. And then I'd get into that moment and I thought I would feel so much more relief or so much more excitement or whatever. And then all of a sudden it was like, meh, meh. Every time, every single time. So with this like spirituality reset 
a lot of it is a mind switch. Like you have to switch your mind. And like I used to be, as you, you know, in my last episode, I would talk the most shit about myself before anybody else could. You know, I'd call myself fat. I'd call myself ugly. I'd call myself a gremlin or a, a fat lard or whatever, right? I would always talk so down to myself. Or I'd be like, oh, I'm broke as hell and I'm broke as shit and I'll never have enough money. Like, it was just so much negativity pouring out of me. And then anytime somebody told me something, whether if it was good or bad, I'd immediately jump right to the bad. Well, you never know. This could happen. Oh, you never know. That could happen. And it's like, oh my God, it was so exhausting. Like, I just felt so exhausted all the time, just like carrying around this negativity and this like dark cloud of bullshit. So when I really started like releasing my energy in the morning and I really started, you know, just giving it all up to the universe and God and like really giving it up because those of you that know, know that there's that mustard seed faith, right? And if you look up a mustard seed, it's like that big, it's tiny. And I never fully understood what that meant. And I never fully understood like, how much faith you actually have to have to make things see to see the world other than this like bullshit world that we're living in currently and you know I'm not delusional in the sense of I I know the stuff that's going on in this world and there is horrible tragic things happening every single day in this world and I'm not denying that but you don't have to think about every single one of those things every single moment, especially when you're talking about your own life and your own lane when you're on your own journey, because it's really hard to hold the weight of the world when your world is already crumbling. And that it was exactly what I was doing. I was just, I was buried. I was burying myself and I was just piling on, piling on, piling on. And I realized like, you know what? I can't live like this. And when I really dove deeper into my spirituality, I started understanding that the world isn't as black and black and white as what we think it is. And there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know. There's a lot of stuff that was hidden from us, you know, and it's, of course, there's going to be naysayers and people that don't believe. I don't care. Believe whatever you want to believe. It's it's your life, boo. But for my life, I'm going to believe what I know to be true for me because I've seen it happen. I've seen miracles happen in my life. And not just like, you know, these big miracles that you read in the Bible, just like real shit that happened to me in life. Like, okay, yeah, I got my car repoed in the last episode. It was right after L.A., I literally got a brand new car like three months later in a brand new house four months later. I, I, I up leveled and there's a lot of times where we hold on to things or we think like, oh my God, I have to have these things. And if I don't have them, then I'm less than, and I used to think like that all the time. And then I started realizing like, you don't have to do that. Like you have to make room for something bigger and better that comes through. Excuse me, confirmation. <laughs> but it's literally like you have to you have to think bigger. You have to be more dynamic. And for me, these small switches, you know, I started walking, I started journaling, I started like really meditating and breath work. But then I started going to my diet, you know, dropping the four 20 ounce coffees a day, which yikes. Um, I started switching over to tea. And like, I wasn't a tea girl before, but I was like, you know what? I, I was really looking up stuff for PCOS and I saw that spearmint tea helped a lot with like regulation and helped with like hair growth and just a lot of different things. So I was like, I mean, how bad could it be? It's just water and leaves, right? So I went to uh, Marshall's and I got, you know, cute little mugs and like cute little whatever. And I just started drinking tea every morning instead of my, well, not instead of, I would just only drink one coffee at first, but um, I'd have my tea and I'd really just like sit and drink my tea and I would journal in those quiet moments in those quiet spaces, especially before I started my day, before I did anything really changed the game for me. I felt more regulated. I could feel my body not be in such like a jittery panic mode and state. Cause that was something that I constantly was like doing with all of this coffee. You know, I was just 
jittery like all the time because I was just trying to like keep myself so stimulated. And, you know, a part of PCOS is like this overwhelming tiredness because of like your cortisol levels and stuff. And I started looking into, um, I, I don't know, I was one of the TikTok girlies was talking about like Invistol or Invistol, however you pr pronounce it. And I was like, you know what? Shit, might as well give it a shot. My whole, everything changed. I started adding it to my tea or I'd add it into my coffee. And like you couldn't like taste it because it was like a powder. And I could just feel my body changing. I wasn't as tired. I wasn't as stagnant. I wasn't as jittery. And I was like, okay. And mind you, I'm not, I'm like still eating what I was always eating. But for PCOS, you know, they say that dairy-free and gluten-free makes it better for you. And I, I committed before, but man, it was so expensive to like live like that. And then I didn't know, there wasn't as many like gluten-free and dairy-free options when I first did that back in like 2016. So, you know, retrying back in 2021, there was a lot more options and that didn't taste like shit. So I was like, okay, you know, one thing at a time, like I'll replace one thing at a time. So I was already drinking almond milk and stuff because I can't stand regular milk, but there was just these little things just all kept adding up and I started feeling better and better. And then it was easier and easier for me to wake up in the morning, for me to go on my walks, for me to um, have these conversations. And then I started realizing, okay, I have to switch this mindset shift because that's really what's going to change everything. So anytime that I had a negative thought, I would pop in and be like, all right, I need three positive thoughts now. And it was hard. It was really, really hard. Especially when you're like, your mindset is already like programmed to go straight into the negative and like jump off the cliff. I had to realize like, okay, instead of jumping off the cliff and just thinking it's all going to blow up and you're just going to die, it's okay, how can I take a few steps back? So when I'm at the edge, it doesn't feel like I'm about to leap that I can give myself a little bit more breathing room and space. And that's when I realized like, okay, shit, like it's gonna be a little while longer for me to like get there. Because like, <laughs> mindset shift does not happen overnight. And you have to be consistent with it. And I learned from doing my walks and my journaling that consistency, the only thing that's hard about consistency is actually doing it and being there and committing to yourself. And for the longest time, I was never committing to myself fully. It was just easier just to fall back into my comfort zone of bullshit. And like, don't get me wrong, okay? I still, especially now, cause I'm pregnant, but like, I still love a greasy burger. I'm, I still would roll through like a Culver's or a Wendy's and get me some chicken nuggies and you know, stuff like that. It, but it wasn't as frequent, frequent. It wasn't as much. It wasn't like this consistent thing. And, you know, when you have something bad here and there, it doesn't feel as bad because it's like, yeah, okay, I had a slice of cake at a birthday party. Whoop-de-damn-do. Like, you're supposed to celebrate. And if they want to celebrate with cake or they want to celebrate with donuts or they want to celebrate with whatever, celebrate with them. You don't have to sit there and scrape the frosting off. <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't matter, right? It's just one day. Now, if you eat a sheet cake every single day, that might be the problem. But it's like, there was just so much that I realized like, okay, it's really about this mindset shift and I really got to figure it out. So, and just, just to put this in there, I don't judge people on what they do because so many people judged me my entire life about what I ate, what I looked like, what I wore. I could give a fuck less. I really, really could. And I know people are like, yeah, but like it's human nature this and third. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Because at the end of the day, it's your body. It's whatever you want to wear, whatever you want to do, whoever you, whoever you want to do, uh, whatever you want to eat, it's up to you. You know, it's, it's up to you. And if you're not judging me, then I'm not judging you. Like, let's go have some tacos. Let's get a margarita and let's call it a day, girl. But, you know, I feel like when people talk about like, oh, I healed myself holistically or spiritually or whatever, there's almost like the stigma that comes with it of like people feeling like they're better than you. And I'm not better than anybody. I'm not like, I'm just like everybody else. There's no such thing as perfect. 
that word doesn't even, it shouldn't even exist because it's not a real thing. Nothing in this world is perfect. Even that perfect life that you think you should have because society tells you you should have, you know, the house, the cars, the travel and all these other things. There's so many people that I know that would rather live on like 10 acres of land with like a big farm and like a nice big farmhouse and have their little tractor and just chill. You know, like there's there's people that would rather live in like Tuscany, Italy and have a vineyard and never see anybody me that's me I would love to live in the middle of nowhere and just like really just live life but you know that's a side note so everything that I'm talking about here it's just at the end of the day know that I'm I'm saying this and I'm experiencing this and I am expressing myself because I know so many people need this. I know so many people need this space and this outlet to feel safe and to feel seen and to feel heard. And no, my experience might not be exactly like yours and I don't want it to be because all of us have our own individual experiences and things that we've gone through. But the one thing that we can connect through is true connection and communication. And the only way that you can do that is if you're truly speaking your truth. And that's why I'm here. You know, that's why this podcast exists. That's why I'm going over all of my journeys and the old me and my self-love journey and all of this other stuff. Because truly and honestly, at the end of the day, we don't have that much time here on this earth. You know, we think 75 or 85 or even 90 is a long time, which don't get me wrong. I mean, 90 years is a long time, but not many people get that much time and not many people, you know get that much time to fully express themselves and to fully be themselves. And, you know, I, I cry when I think about, you know, if only I would have thought about this, or if only I would have done this in my earlier twenties or in my teens, I would have had so much more life to like really live boldly as myself. But then I tell myself, no, it was all a part of the journey. It was all a part of how I had to get here today. And I think that's the part that we always forget is like, we dwell on the time that we've lost instead of seeing how much time that we have left. Because I don't think if I would have told my 17 year old self or even my 21 year old self that I would be here today showing up online with no makeup on, (laughs) like fresh out of the shower and like just being me and like expressing myself, they would be like, who the hell are you talking about? Like, what do you mean, girl? Like, of course I wouldn't be you. But, you know, here I am. And this is what we're doing. But to get back on track, you know, I got a little ADHD. You got to keep up here sometimes. (laughs) Um, I, you know, 2021 was such a really good experience. I really just dove deep into myself and my healing. And I stumbled upon um, this stuff called shadow work, which, you know, I was really looking into a therapist, but, you know, it costs money and uh, I didn't quite have it at the time. So I, and I didn't have health insurance. So I was like, okay, I got to figure out, I got to figure out how to heal and let go of a lot of this trauma that I'm holding on to. And it wasn't just like one particular moment or thing. It was just a constant like parent issues, body issues, self-love, mental, physical, like you name it, I was going through it. And, you know, I know a lot of people know that like shadow work journal and, you know, that was like super popular over like the last year or so, but that wasn't out in, at the time I was like dealing with all of this. So I had to go on Pinterest and I had to like Google a bunch of different stuff and just pick like questions and things that helped me recenter my mind. And I started doing that weekly where I would take time out and I would just really like dive deep and not just like, oh, I'm going to journal about it one day. Like, no, I'm going to take as long as it needs. There was one day I wrote over a hundred pages in my notebook. And I mean, I was, I was sitting there for hours and I was just writing everything, every single thing that I was feeling about that moment, about whatever I was going through at that time. And it was so, uh, the like, release and relief I felt once I closed my notebook I mean my pen dried out like I once everything I closed out everything and I was like wow 
I didn't realize I was holding on to so much shit. Like it was so deep and it was so much and it was so freeing. That's the only way I can explain it. It was so freeing to really realize that like, wow, I don't have to hold on to this. I don't have to feel this pain anymore. I don't have to, you know, wear it as a badge of honor that I'm strong and I'm this and I'm that. Like, hear me roar. No, fuck that. Seriously. Like, it it's so much better when you let it go. And like, I can't explain it unless if you've actually let it, let something go in your life. Because yeah, of course it hurts. Like, there is that like transition of hurt and pain. But man, there's so much positive and so much more room for love and growth because the more I started alleviating the stuff that was stuck inside of me in my heart and in my mind and in my soul, it made way more room for positivity and it made it so much easier for me to start like switching that mindset from negativity to positivity because one of my one of my favorite stories to tell of like my own little miracle of like how I got here and how I know that like positive thinking and positive mindset truly and divine timing okay no matter what divine timing is always going to be a factor it's not in your time it's in the universe's time it's in God's time there no matter what you do you can try to fast track it you could try to fast forward but unless it's meant to be at that time it's not going to happen and nothing that is meant for you is ever going to pass you by and that's something that like i know people hear a lot but i need you to really think about it because and, and i'm i'm gonna say this for this story because now you know I, all of 2021 i was really inner work healing and I isolated myself and I was just, I was really healing. I was really going in. So then 2022 came and I was like, damn, like this is going to be my year. I can feel it. Like this is going to be dope. And I was, you know, I restructured my business right with Elise and we were working together. And at this point now we're not even like, she's not even my coach. This is my business partner. This is my bestie. Like this is my girl. Like we're tight. And she had uh, transitioned her coaching business into doing templates and like I said before, her shit's dope. Like she knows what she's talking about. She's worked with seven, eight figure entrepreneurs, NFL players, like big top dogs in the industry. And yes, she should be much bigger than what she is now, but one day, right? Divine timing. But basically 2022 came around and I had the opportunity to present uh basically I was doing like a branding agency thing at the time where I wanted to like bring in a photographer and a videographer and I wanted to like take over businesses social medias through BS Media House and she was helping me like prep for um a deal because my first six-figure deal fell through because the CEO got fired um which the same CEO ended up being a, a CMO at a different company. And he asked me to like present. He really wanted to work with me. He basically felt bad that it fell through before. And he was like, no, like I loved what you said. And I feel like, you know, this crew of people could also, you know, utilize what you have to offer. So I'm like, all right, bet, like, cool. And I'm already like, this is in the bag. Like it's in the bag, girl. Um, which I truly did feel that like I really 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 did feel like it was in the bag for me because at this point I am only putting out positivity I'm like this is gonna happen they're gonna sign you know for the 10 twelve thousand dollar months like I'm gonna have all this stuff and all my bills are gonna be paid and I'm gonna be able to save and I'm gonna be able to do all this stuff like I was already planning and thinking ahead so you know, fast forward, it's like weeks of like going through stuff and we we're doing interviews and we we're doing all this stuff. And it's getting to the point to where, um, we're coming to an end and me and my best friend Whitney had tickets to go see Lizzo. And it was like a two or three days after my birthday. So we were going to make it like a little girl's weekend for my birthday. And it was just going to be a whole thing. So the way that all of this was lining up was, basically like a day before the concert I was gonna officially know that I got it or not and I'm just like oh my god I'm gonna celebrate it's gonna be everything I can't wait like I seriously was thinking so positive positive. and then I get the call and he's like 
listen, it it was it was a close shot. But at the end of the day, it wasn't my end choice because you were my end choice. But, you know, it's up to this CEO and I just couldn't shake him. He wanted to go with this other company. And I was like, at first, like the first second that he said that, I was like, damn. Like, I worked so hard. And like, I really thought this was the moment. Like, I really thought that first six-figure deal falling through was just like a fluke to get me to this this moment for my next six-figure deal. And then I was like, what did I do wrong? And then, you know, my, my processing and my thinking, and immediately I was just like, it wasn't meant for me this time. And something bigger and better is going to come through. And like, of course, like my, I was telling Elise and I was telling my friend Whitney and, you know, they're like, you know, Brie, like, we're so sorry. And I'm like, no, like, I'm still going to this concert. We're still going to have a fun time this weekend. We're still going to do all this stuff, like whatever. Now, granted, I did think I was going to get like thousands of dollars. So, um, I was a little short on change for this concert, but you know, I had enough money to like, you know, eat and do whatever for like a night or two. Cause it was like a weekend that we were planning on doing. So, and like I said, it was for my birthday. So of course my bestie, she gets me like, we go to dinner that night. Well, the next day we go to dinner and of course we go to Italian cause we both love pasta. And she was like, okay, but like, are you okay? And I was like, honestly, dude, I really am. Like, even though this isn't exactly what I wanted and you know, I really thought it was going to go through and I was staying as positive as possible. It wasn't meant to be. My timing wasn't right. It wasn't the right time. And I remember that conversation because I mean, it was a very romantic dinner because it was like this, you know, an Italian restaurant downtown Detroit. So it's like, there's candles and we had wine and it was just like this whole thing. And everyone thinks we're lesbians anyway, so it's fine. But it was, (laughs) it was just so like, this moment, it just felt like so right. Like I felt so happy. I felt so calm and so sure. Like I've never felt like that before. I'm like, it is what it is. It's fine. Cause the first time the deal went through, I was devastated. I was just so heartbroken. And people told me that I wasn't even going to be able to make that money anyway, or, oh, he'll never pay that. And they'll never pay that. And, you know, I don't even make that kind of money. And I'm like, yeah, but my skill set's different. Like what I bring to the table is completely different. I priced myself accordingly. It wasn't like I was just in it for a money grab. I was wanting to work. And so then, you know, the next day is the concert. So I'm just like, whatever, like we're having a great time. And then we get back to the hotel and my, uh, Whitney got me this like basket and it had, um, Lizzo's vinyl in it. And then it had like my favorite Oreos and it had like, um, cute earrings, just like a bunch of different stuff that I loved. And I just felt so loved in that moment. And I was like, Oh, like, thank you, bestie. And she's a photographer. So of course she was like taking pictures of me opening stuff and whatever. And of course we have like shared albums of every little adventure that we take. So she uploads it in the albums. Now, mind you, I'm still on like my schedule where I'm like waking up at like 5am and like taking walks and stuff. And she already told me that she wasn't going to do that. (laughs) which I don't blame her. And so, you know, it's like 5am and something, just something in me was like, I'm going to tweet. Like, I'm just going to tweet how awesome my friend is. I'm going to post a little picture. And of course I was going to tag Lizzo in the team because months, 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 months ago, like before it was October and it was supposed to be our turn to go. They were like, Oh, like if you're going to celebrate your birthday, cause she has that song, um, singing like happy birthday and she was bringing people on stage. So like I, I put it out there, but um, mind you, there's like tens of thousands of people commenting that they are going to celebrate their birthdays on different days and different times. So, you know, it's the morning of the concert. It's 5am. I like tweeted out, like, I don't even remember what I said, but it was something like, I love my girl. Like I love my bestie, but I love Lizzo too. And I can't wait to see her tonight and celebrate my birthday. And then like literally never thought about it. Whitney woke up and we ended up like going to get coffee. And we were at this like, we were like really, really excited to just start like working. Cause she was just like, well, I mean, if this isn't working out, like what's the next, what's the next venture? Where are you going next? And I'm like, you know what? 
let's go get coffee and let's figure it out because we have hours before the concert so like let's do this and we were just having such a good like conversation about our hopes and our dreams and where we wanted to go next and how we wanted to get there and what it's going to look like when we make all this money it was just really positive and I also had like two cold brews so I was like yeah I'm ready um and like we had good food and good times and I always have a great time with Whitney like that's literally my soul sister and we just were like we were just vibing like we were buzzing like you could just feel it so we get into the car and of course we're turning on Lizzo because of course we want to like get the jams going for the day. And she was like, you know what? We should go to the mall. And I was just like, yeah, like let's figure out maybe we could get something else. Like we already had Yiddy items, but I was like, oh, they like drop new stuff. Like maybe we could go see it. Maybe we could like go get something else, you know, maybe switch it up for the concert. She was like, yeah, like we have time to kill. Why not? So we're driving, we're listening, you know, truth hurts. We're doing the whole damn thing. And I don't even have my phone on me, right? But I have my Apple Watch on me. And my phone like buzzes because we're like really close to the um, mall at this point. And my phone buzzes or my watch buzzes and it like shows the tweet, but it is Lizzo's handle. And it's like you have a DM from and then it was like follow at Yiddy or whatever her handle was at the time. And I'm like, the hell so then I pull out my phone because I'm like you know sometimes on Twitter if you like follow people it looks like they're tweeting at you or whatever but it's really not it's just like an update if like you like follow them it was for me and mind you like we're just in the car singing we're just having a good time and I literally read the message and it's like hey Brie I want to bring you on stage. Now, granted, I know that it was her team and it wasn't exactly her. But at the end of the day, it came from her account. So I'm like reading this and I'm like, no fucking way. Like, no way did I get picked to go on stage with Lizzo for her to sing happy birthday to me at her concert live. I just... <laughs> I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it because I that feeling I'm feeling that feeling again because the scream that I scrumped I chucked my phone in her car and I'm like oh my god oh my god she's like what and mind you she's like driving she's like swerving she's like oh my god what and I was like I'm going on stage with Lizzo I'm going on stage with Lizzo she's like what the fuck what the fuck and I'm like oh my god pull over we're at the mall now and we like parked the car and she goes let me see let me see I'm showing it to her and we both look at each other and we're like screaming. It's literally like a movie moment, right? And mind you, 48 hours earlier, everything that I was working for, for weeks on end, blew up in my face. I kept a positive attitude and I'm like, you know what? Something bigger and better is going to come along. I had no idea that was the bigger and better that was coming along, okay? Because like... We jokingly, me and Whitney would, she got the tickets back in like May and we jokingly were like, Ooh, what if she takes us on stage? Like, Oh my God. And it was, it was just like, just shit you say with your friend, right? Like not anything. You didn't think twice of it. Cause little old me, some girl from Michigan, from the burbs, like, no, no. So, you know, then I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like me, this is happening to me. And I immediately call Elise. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? She's like, are you serious? And I'm like sending it to her. She's like, oh my God, you guys have to get an outfit now. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like, of course we have to get an outfit. And because Whitney and me vibe off of each other like so much, both of us are like electric, right? We're like inside of the mall. And she's like, no way. I'm like, no way. So then we walk into Fabletics where Yiddy was being housed at the time. And like, you know, the ladies are like, hi ladies, what can we help you with? My friend blurts it out. She goes, my friend's going on stage with Lizzo tonight. They were like, wait, what? So I like show them the DM and they're like, oh my God, pick out an outfit, pick something. And then just tag us in it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, pick an outfit. Like, okay. Like I was not thinking that was going to happen. And mind you, 
my funds aren't exactly where I would like them to be. So, and like Yiddy stuff's expensive. And then I was like, uh, outfit. She was like, yeah, like a top and pants. And I was like, or like a bra and pants. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I can do that. And they just dropped the spotlight collection, which is her like glittery line, which I'm all about the glitz and glam. So I'm like, <laughs> we're having like a movie montage moment where they're like bringing us all these clothes in the dressing room me and Whitney are trying stuff on we're like throwing stuff over we're like doing our little like moments and like looking at each other and she's like I can't believe this is happening I'm like I can't believe this is happening so then the outfit completely changes it's free so I'm like okay I need to like figure out a makeup look because this is not what I originally was planning on wearing so I gotta switch it up lo and behold Sephora was doing their like whatever sale at like the end of the year so I got like well I got my birthday stuff right because they have like their birthday uh beauty insider or whatever and I got my little Fenty and then I ended up getting like a few other things and I ended up getting them on sale because it was whatever so then I go to the Morphe store and their whole store is like 60% off and I'm like what is going on right now? Because like the little bit of coin that I had is now being stretched even further. Not only did I get this outfit for free, all this makeup and everything else that I'm like trying to like piece together to like make this night is now lining up in my favor more than I've ever thought before. And like, mind you, I'm just, I'm like so dumbfounded. I'm so ecstatic. I'm so excited that I'm just like, what the hell is actually going on right now? Because I've never had a moment, moments like that in my life where everything lined up so perfectly. And especially after something like really big happened, because normally me getting rejected would have sent me into like a spiral and a tailspin like literally a year ago it, at that time. Like that, that would have just totally destroyed me because the first time it almost did. And then it was like, such a such a revelation to realize that everything that I've been working for and everything that I was setting up has now completely flipped and the universe was taking care of it every step of the way every moment that I was like in the mall or walking around or just doing whatever it was all being set up for me in some way shape or form and I just it was like really overwhelming like I'm getting overwhelmed like thinking about it but in a good way like happy tears and it's like oh my god like how could that have happened and you know of course we're there at the concert because we had pit like we already had concert tickets in the pit like we didn't even have seats like we were just in the pit and you know the security guards calling me um, he's like, okay, at this song, I need you to meet me here. And he like, I felt like a celebrity, right? He, I have security around me. They're like pulling me up on stage. And then I literally see Lizzo and she like reaches out her hand to me and they like pull me up on stage and they're like singing to me. And she's like, what's your name? And I was like, Brie like the cheese. Cause if I'm going to be remembered, I better be fucking remembered. Okay. And I'm dancing and she's twerking on me and I'm slapping her ass. And all I could see is lights and people screaming my name and singing happy birthday to me. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. Like, I've never had a moment like that. Happy tears. I've never had a moment like that. Where literally all eyes were on me. And everyone wanted me to shine in that moment. And it's hard, like, it's hard to, like, think. It took me all the way until I was 28 to have a moment like that. But man, did it shift my whole reality. It shifted everything inside of me. Because I realized, like, <laughs> I was thinking, why me? Why little old me? Instead of, why not you? Why couldn't it have been you? You were the exact person that that was supposed to happen to. You were the, you were that person. And I keep telling myself that moment of like sending out that tweet at like 5 a.m. I truly believe that was one of the things that like truly triggered all of this to happen. And it's crazy to think about when I think about how 
how many people, because I mean, there was thousands of people there that night and everything, everything just lined up. And afterwards, people are like wanting to take pictures with me and they're like, oh my God, Brie, you're so fun and you're so this. And like, th these people don't even know me. I don't know these people. And they're like congratulating me and they're telling me how amazing I was and like they loved my energy. And that was like the first time ever that I've ever had so many people at once like give me so many like accolades and stuff. And it was like truly overwhelming. Like I remember me and Whitney get back to the hotel and it's like one o'clock in the morning we had Taco Bell and we were sitting in the hotel like pool like hot tub silent like both of us were like silent like eating our food and she's just looking at me and she's like did that just happen and I'm like I, I <laughs> yeah it did and it was just so like what a moment and I I say that a part of this journey because now I'm like I'm like vibrating high right like for weeks nobody could tell me shit I was just like I am that bitch I will forever be that bitch no one's gonna tell me shit I have a picture of her <laughs> as my screensaver where it's both of us together and people are like y'all look like cousins and I'm like no that's Lizzo girl and me and lo and behold <laughs> it was like three weeks or so after the concert because it was like the beginning of October so it was like midway through October um or close to like the end of October Yiddy her her brand her clothing brand had a sweepstakes that was like go to LA um you and a friend fly to LA accommodations and then like you know you go to the concert and you like you do the whole thing it's like this VIP treatment thing and I was like you know what I should, I should sign up for it. I should. And I told Whitney to do it and I told Elise to do it. And there's a few other people that I was like, let's just do it. Like, fuck it. And they were like, oh my God, like, what if you actually went again? And I was like, I'm going. And I said that to Elise and Elise was like, I'm going to, it's going to happen. It's happening. And lo and behold, she got that email <laughs> Elise got the email saying congratulations you've won the witty the yitty sweepstakes and when she called me and I realized that we are now I am now going to see Lizzo yet again and now it's even bigger not only did I get to go on stage with her but now I get to fly out to LA get a VIP treatment I stayed on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel one of the most famous hotels out there right across the street from the Chinese theater like all of these things are just lining up crazy it just like me it was it's happening to me and I had an amazing time that was the first time that I got to meet Elise in person this was like two years in the making and it felt like I've always known her it was once I landed in Texas and she picked me up in the car it was like I got picked up by one of my besties that I've known my entire life like it was just we had an amazing time I took five flights in like four days it was crazy but it was one of the best moments of my life both of them which is so funny that they were like centered around Lizzo and you know shout out shout out to my girl Lizzo if you ever see or hear this podcast hit me up girl because I would love I'd love to actually like meet you meet you for real and um talk about this like journey because obviously there's some type of connection there the universe loves us together in some way shape or form so hit me up girl but I I seriously I just realized like wow there's so much in life that I finally realized it doesn't always have to be bad. And even after I've had these two wonderful experiences, I literally got my car repoed like three days after Thanksgiving. And it was like, not that I didn't care. I did care. But I was just like, I, that's the least of my worries. Like, I'll get another car. I've just had two once in a lifetime experiences back to back because I was so positive about an experience that I, I truly thought I, I had it in the bag, right? I truly thought like, okay, this is my win. This is my moment. This is when everything changes. And it wasn't. 
And instead of me moping and being sad and being depressed and thinking that I was the worst in the world and it was all my fault and all these other things, I accepted it and I moved on and I realized something bigger and better came along. And literally within 48 hours, now I know it doesn't always work like that for everybody, but within 48 hours, I had one of the most crazy experiences of my life. And then three weeks after that, I had another crazy experience. That's why I know no one can tell me I'm, I mean, people could tell me I'm delusional all they want, but my delusion works. My delulu works for me because it, life has shown me that the more positive that you are in how you move and how you think, that's what comes a part of your reality. And for someone who for years, I mean, decades thinking just only negative and hating herself and hating what she looked like and what she sounded like and all of, all of the above, right? And just switching that mindset. And I mean, it took me a whole year. It's not like all of this happened overnight. It took me a whole year and a half before I even got to this point of like having this positivity and having this understanding of like, it's not always bad. Like things are happening. We always think that things are happening to us instead of for us. But like all of those things happened for me, good and bad, to put me on the trajectory that I am today. And honestly, you know, I, I thought to myself, what exactly have I learned this far? Like what I wanted to talk about in this episode and really express, express to the people. And I've realized that no matter what, whatever situation you're in, right? Like my money isn't exactly where I'd like it to be. My, I haven't been working in my business the way that I used to. And basically I got, I got pregnant and I haven't been able to work and at least not in like a nine to five sense. And it's just like all of these things I felt were like happening to me instead of realizing it was happening for me. I was working like a dog for years, three plus jobs. I was making money and I was spending money and I was hating life and I hated my jobs and I hated all these things. And I was so burnt out and I was so sad and I was so scared and I was just constantly in like this panic and worry and woe that I'm going to lose everything and everything's going to miss me. And, you know, if I don't take these chances or opportunities, then they're just going to fly by. And I, I always wanted to be like way ahead of everybody else. Like I wanted, you know, by the time I was 21, I was already living on my own for three years. I already had my own car that I was paying for. My name was on everything like for myself and it was just like, I, I ran full speed and I ran out of gas way before the finish line. And instead of <laughs> crawling and fighting my way there, I stepped off to the side and I took a break. And again, if I would have told this to like my 17 year old self or my 22 year old self or even my 25 year old self, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have probably started panicking right then and there, knowing that I basically would have taken a whole year off in terms of work and, you know, my mental and just reconfiguring where I'm at. Because, you know, fast forward to where I am right now, things aren't exactly the way that I would like it to look right before having a baby. And I'm, I'm not really worried. And I know there's probably people like, girl, you should be. <laughs> Maybe. But everything, everything that I've been worried about over these last like seven months has always been handled, has always been taken care of. Whether if it's one bill at a time or all of the bills at once or certain people being there versus other people, it was stuff that I had to realize I had to, I had to move through. And, you know, I keep talking about mindset and it, in 2021, I really was focused on my mindset and 2022, but I'm not going to lie. It was really hard in 2023 and now in 2024, but I've, I've come to realize that like, because of how far I've moved and how far I've come, it's taken me to this point of understanding that as long as you stay positive and as long as you have trust and as long as you have that mustard seed faith, it will come. It won't come in your time, right? That's the whole divine timing part. That's the loophole here. It doesn't always come in your time, but if you believe that it's going to come, because sometimes it comes at the last hour, the last second, the last minute. I didn't get that text for the Yiddy thing until three hours before the concert. Three. 
I was just living my day. I was just going about life. And then life hit me like a truck. (laughs) And I feel like, and that was the positive side, right? And I know that there's people out there where stuff like this happens to you too, where you go through something, whether it's good or bad, and it hits you like a truck. And then you're kind of like, okay, where, where do I go? How do I move? What do I say next? What do I do next? But sometimes just sitting still and really trusting your gut and really trusting your intuition and moving forward is the only thing that you can do. And sometimes you have to do it when you have nothing. And that's, that's hard. That's really damn hard. I'm not even going to lie. It's hard. It's hard to continue to push forward when you truly feel like you can't go any further. And it's really hard to push forward when it feels like everybody is out against you or the world or the universe is out out to get you. But it's not. It's just trying to show you a different way and a different path to put you on the right path, to put you in a place that is putting you to where you exactly need to be. This podcast is like two years in the making. Seriously, it's been a long time since I was supposed to put this podcast out and talk about this and really express myself. And I know this, I'm only like two, three episodes in, but honestly, I know this is, I know this is my calling. I know I'm meant to be here. I know that this will all work. I don't know when, (laughs) And yeah, of course, I hope it's before my baby gets here and I I hope I, you know, get the followers and the subscribers and the money, but that's not really why I'm doing this. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here because I know I'm meant to be a space for people that feel safe, that is, you know, help them understand that you can have confidence being yourself. Being bold as fuck is not just a movement or a catchphrase. It is reality. It is truly something that I fully believe in and I feel like I'm meant to help. And there's people in my life that I think are meant to be a part of it to help further. You know, that's why I'm going to interview people and talk to people because not everyone has the same life experiences. And sometimes... You know, I could talk until I'm blue in the face, but sometimes hearing a sentence or a story from another person totally changes everything. And that's, that's, I just want to be the safe space. I just want to be this place for people to know that they can come and understand that it's not, it's not about, it's not about the vanity metrics. It's not about, you know, who's the next influencer and who's going to be this and who's going to be that. It's about finding yourself your real self, your true self, and living your life in a way that you love and that you're proud of. I want you to be proud. I want you to be happy. I want you to be thrilled when you look in the mirror and you see yourself in the morning. I want you to be ecstatic when you head into a job that you love or you're working your business or you have a creative outlet or maybe you're just comfy cozy at home. I, it doesn't matter. Whatever brings you joy, I want to be a part of that. I want to help people be a part of that. And there is a lot that goes into it. There is a lot of struggle and strife and hardship, but it doesn't have to be so isolating. You don't have to do it alone. And that's what I want. That's why I want this community to blow up. I, yeah, sure, the money would be great, but like at the end of the day, we now more than ever need people to come together and to be a community and to be there for one another. And not that bullshit way, but the real way where people talk about the real shit and they're there for each other. They're not, you know, talking shit or mom shaming or body shaming or any of that, but just really there as a listening ear, as a shoulder to cry on, as someone to go to and talk to and really be there for. And you know, later on, I am going to offer more one-on-ones where we can talk more in depth and we can have those moments and we can share and, you know, have maybe groups sharing and in like a smaller level or whatever in terms of like the membership, but that's going to come as time progresses. But I just, I know that this is my calling and I know that that's what I'm here for. And I shared all these stories with you today because I know those didn't just happen to me for no reason. They didn't just happen just because I was a positive thinker. They happened because I'm supposed to share 
why and how I got there and why and how I can, you know, do this for other people. Cause I believe even if you're a small town girl in the middle of the suburbs somewhere in BFE, that you too can also have a Lizzo moment, or maybe you're, you know, this kid from a lower income area. Maybe you're from the city. Maybe you're from wherever. I don't care, but you are worth it. You are meant to be seen. You are meant to be heard. You are meant to share your story and to live your life the way you want to live. But you got to hold on to the reins and you got to decide this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to do it. And I know it's a lot harder. I, I know it's easier said than done, but that's what I'm here for. And, you know, I, I do have more <laughs> for the next part, just really breaking down everything that I was kind of talking about in this episode, a little bit more in depth in terms of like the shadow work and uh, meditation and breath work and like working to that next level and just where I'm at in my life and my pregnancy and just my journey. But I really want to thank everyone for tuning in this time, especially if you made it this far. I know that this episode was about self-discovery and putting action into place, right? Really just everything that we've been taught and that we think is the way that we should do. Sometimes it's not and you can still get results and you can still have life altering moments in the best way possible just by following your gut and your intuition. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in and check us out for, you know, next week's episode part three. But of course, in the meantime, make sure you like, subscribe and follow on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Instagram, all of the above at Be Bold AF Podcast. Thanks, guys.